Well, happy Advent, everyone. I found myself when you kind of begin the Advent season and leading up to it, there's a lot of this end of the world sort of talk within the Gospels and what's going to happen at the end of time. And I almost found myself being a bit cynical as I read through the readings for this first Sunday of Advent. I have to be honest, mainly because we've been waiting a long time for Jesus to come back. Two, two millennia, to be exact. 2,000 years. And he says today, be vigilant because you don't know at what time he will come. I will come. And a part of me is like, yeah, but we've been waiting a really long time. A really long time. The other part of me is a little freaked out because what if he just appeared right here, right now? What if, what if today was the day chosen for the second coming? What would happen in your heart when you met him, when he appeared? Would it be one of like, oh no? Or would it be like, yeah, this is it. This is what I was waiting for. I don't know. Could it be fear? Could it be joy? And so I got in this idea of being surprised. And so I started to watch YouTube videos. Because I had a couple days of relaxation over the Thanksgiving break. And when I'm out of ideas for homilies, I just watch YouTube videos. <laughs> but what I got onto, which is quite hilarious, is surprising people. You want to have a good laugh, just type in surprising people on YouTube. One, uh, a guy, he was asleep and his buddies came in with a coffee can and a whole roll of firecrackers and put him in the coffee can, lit it right next to his head. I mean, when that thing went off, he literally jumped out of the bed and flew into the wall and like, I don't know, maybe knocked himself out. I don't know. The other one that was hilarious was this guy, he was wearing like a werewolf like mask and I think he was trying to scare his girlfriend or something and he came out and he's like and she turned around and just decked him in the face like knocked him out it was great but none of these were really resonating with the advent theme <laughs> and so what I finally got on to was and if you haven't seen these you gotta watch them is the surprising of our military men and women when they come home and surprise their family. I am man enough to admit, I was sobbing in tears. Like, they are so touching. So touching. There's this one and this girl, she's getting her, her diploma, and her dad sneaks up on stage, you know, and all those military fatigues, and like he's like telling everybody to be quiet. And she turns around and just like, throws the diploma and runs and jumps into his arms, just sobbing, you know, and everybody's clapping. And, or another one, they were, it was an NFL game, and she was there representing the military because her husband was deployed, and all of a sudden, he's, you know, they're like, he's here, and they go running at top speed across the entire field, and like 10 yards before, maybe not that many, three yards before she gets to, she just jumps. And he just catches her in midair. It's like, it is so overwhelming to watch these. And what the Lord, I think, was saying to me is he's like, is that the way you would react if I came? That I'm not trying, you guys. When he said, one will be taken, one will be left. In the time of Noah, all these crazy things were happening. And all of a sudden, boom, 
the flood came. It's not like he's trying to surprise us so he can send us to hell. Like he's trying to get us at our worst. Like just wait, no man, I can't wait until he or she screws up and when it happens. Ah, there I am. If, yeah, if that's your mind, if that's what you're, that is the incorrect understanding of God. God does not want to surprise us so as to scare us into fear. God wants to surprise us in joy and in love. Just like, this is the really crazy part too. Like, the, the excitement on the face of the military man or woman as they're coming up, because they know this is going to be so awesome. And why is it going to be awesome? Because when their family said goodbye, their hope that they hung on to is he or she is coming back. But I don't know for sure. Especially when they go into really dangerous war zones. And my heart is torn until they are back. Until I can hold them again. Do, is that the way you and I wait for Jesus? And I'm not talking at, at, at the end of the world. I'm talking, because there's, there's really three different types of Advents. There's the Advent of when Jesus first came, the first Christmas, Nativity. There is the Advent of the second coming at the end of the world. And then there is this Advent, the word means coming. There is this coming into our lives at every day. And do you wait in ancient expectation for his coming? I recently had this, I was uh, bow hunting. And I was sitting there in the blind and I'm like, oh man, I know, he's, I know the deer is here. You know, you know it, they're around, you can hear them. I'm just like, come on. And you wait, if you bow hunt, you wait a long time. I hate waiting, by the way. Don't you hate waiting? Gosh, I hate waiting. I hate waiting at stop signs. I hate waiting at doctor's office. I hate waiting, period. I hate waiting for other people, too. <laughs> but I was waiting for the deer, not just like any, move, any movement, any sound. I was just like, that's it. This is it. Here it comes. Heart starts beating. And then eventually, you know, like a rabbit runs by. <clears throat> but I remember the Lord very clearly saying to me, he's like, do you wait for me like that? Every day. Is your heart anxiously awaiting when I will break into your life every single day? Because you guys, he does break into our lives every single day. People often say to me, they're like, I never experienced Jesus. I'm like, how is that possible? He is everywhere all the time. We just got to ask to see him. Lord, I want to see you today. I want to encounter you today. Where are you working today? And here's the reality. The reality is this. You know what? He might not come in our lifetime, but he will come in our lifetime. And what do I mean by that? We might not experience the second coming. But all of us in this church are going to die. In our lifetime. If that makes sense, right? <laughs> in your lifetime, you will die. And when you do, he will appear. And what is going to be the first movement of your heart? Is it going to be fear? Or is it going to be joy? Are you going to run 
Just like those kids run to their dads, just like those wives run to their husbands. That finally it's over. And now I'm safe forever. That experience that the military men and women have with their families is a glimmer, a shadow of what is going to happen in your heart and my heart when we meet him. And so my encouragement this Advent season, don't jump to Christmas. As long as I'm at St. Joseph's, you're going to hear me say this. Do not jump to Christmas. The church gives us these four weeks for a reason. And the reason is to prepare. Yes, to prepare our hearts when we, when we will meet him at Christmas. But more so, to prepare our hearts to see him every day. To encounter him every day. And so I challenge you this Advent to simply say, Jesus, every morning, Jesus, I want to see you. I want to meet you today. And then get your eyes open and pay attention. He's everywhere. He's working all the time. But most of us are unaware because we're so caught up in our own little thing. This is a time to prepare for his coming because he will come. That is for sure. And may Jesus' surprise knock at the door not inspire fear or inconvenience because of a lack of preparation, but rather joy because love has finally broken in to your life. Stay here for four weeks and prepare your hearts, not necessarily just for Christmas or the end of time, but rather for the coming of Jesus in every moment of your life.